A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The 11 to 1 show. For many people, myself included, who are celiac, hearing people dismiss the condition as not that bad or not serious is, quite frankly, not just annoying, it's rage-inducing. There's so much misinformation spread about this autoimmune condition and yesterday presenter Vanessa Feltz added to the spread of the misinformation during a segment on the This Morning TV series. Here is exactly what happened. I mean, this is... I mean, Alison, I'm 100% on your side on this. It's absolutely ridiculous. So Alison's mother-in-law has got them coming for Christmas. And because one person has to be gluten-free, she's insisting that they're all gluten-free, including uh, Alison's 15-year-old, who's a bit of a fussy eater. And when Alison said, can, can we bring our own food then? You know, just can he bring food in a snack box? She said no. So she's treating celiac disease as some, as if it's a kind of fatal, potentially fatal peanut allergy and that they can't have anything with gluten in the house, which is completely unreasonable. That is not reasonable, Alison, at all. The thing is, though, if you say to her, look, you know, he can have gluten free. We don't have to. It's not catching. What will she say? <laughs> How will she respond? Um, she'll tell me that, that I'm ignorant to the facts and tell me to read up on it. But you're not, and she's wrong. I mean, she's just unequivocally yeah. wrong about that, completely yeah. wrong. So then, yeah. it's, so then, so I've been really thinking about this because I think you're 100% right. However, it's only one day. It's all about family. It's all about tidings of comfort and joy. Yeah. So I'm trying to weigh up in my mind, should you just put up with it just for the sake of peace and harmony and tranquility and getting on with your obviously rather difficult mother-in-law for one more happy year? Or should you say, mate, you're completely wrong and my 15 year old won't like the gluten-free food and we want to bring her in and I think on balance you're not going to like this but I think on balance you're pretty much going to have to go with it have a snack on the way there eat have some bring something to eat in the car on the way home don't stay too long but don't fall out with your mother-in-law over a bit of gluten that's what I think or the lack of gluten and um, they can't yeah. have any cross-contamination though if they're celiac can they or but they don't have to have cross-contamination, especially if they bring their own food from home and a 15-year-old yeah. has what he yeah. actually likes, which he brings in the snack box, which would be perfectly fine. But I just think, is it worth falling out with her, digging your heels in, making a big mountain out of it when it's only one day, literally pretty much one meal? So there you have it. We have to set this to right. The resident dietitian with the Celiac Society of Ireland, Sarah Kyo, is on the line. How are you getting on, Sarah? Thanks so much for joining me. 
No problem at all, thank you. Now, there's a lot of misinformation being spread here. But firstly, once again, celiacs are being treated as this kind of annoyance that the whole meal has to be changed. You know, celiacs often feel this way, by the way, 99% of the time. And we do sort of bring our own food because we don't want to cause a fuss. But the mother-in-law is 100% right in this situation, isn't she? And that's the thing, and I think a lot of people really do struggle to understand that. And I think what was said by Vanessa in it, in the idea that, um, oh, it's not peanut allergy. And you're like, okay, they're not going to drop dead of it. Mm. But, you know, I work with children in the celiac society, and within two hours of eating, the tiniest speck of gluten that they have their head over the toilet, they are vomiting, they are diarrhea. There is a, there's a podcast, I'll, I'll put it up actually on our, our um, Instagram, but there's a child who gets so sick, she passes out, but she is still vomiting unconscious. Her mother has to hold her unconscious over the toilet, vomiting, yeah. if she gets. And when I say a tiny speck of gluten, we are talking, you know, if you remember doing fractions in school, a half and a quarter, if 20 millionths of a food is gluten, that is enough to make that child sick. So what's going on with this Christmas Day is this mother has said, look, just no gluten in the house so everybody can relax. So there is no chance this child is going to be you know, extremely, extremely unwell. And, you know, the, the flipping thing is, you know, oh, you can't die of it. Well, I don't know if any of you saw a court case in the UK only two weeks ago where an 80-year-old yeah. woman died from being given gluten in hospital. And it was listed as her cause of death. Now, that's rare, yeah, but it is there. And I think the other problem is, is that about 40% of celiacs will be seriously ill when they get gluten. 60% won't get that dramatic vomiting and so on with it. However, that 60% still have the same internal damage going on, which we know leads to increased risk of bowel cancer, infertility, osteoporosis. You know, so even though you might know a celiac who, if they eat a tiny bit of gluten, doesn't have that severe reaction, they're still getting damaged. And you still can't just say, look, I'll give gluten to everybody because the, the celiac I know ignores it or doesn't you know, have the same reaction. So many good points being brought up there that I what I want to circle back just to the nut allergy for a second because we do treat nut allergies seriously. You know, there's a child in my in my son's class and we can't have Nutella or anything like that. And absolutely that is the case and we should treat it very seriously. But mm-hmm. I just get so enraged when I hear people not treating it as, as seriously as as a nut allergy. As you say, okay, we can't die of it. By the way, you can't catch it, but it is passed down genetically. So that's another kind of yeah. bit of fault information that she was spreading there in that piece as well. Mm. It can be genetic, it can be passed on and a lot of people, particularly in Ireland, are walking around and have no clue that they actually do have it. So it is quite common. But this idea of it being brushed off, like you say, the cross-contamination issue, this is the tricky part about when you're serving something for a celiac. So you could have a perfectly fine, you know, gluten-free dish for them, But if you're serving things that have gluten in them, you have to be so, so strict around cross-contamination. Well, this is it. And a lot of people don't realise that. Like, someone with celiac disease has to have their own butter. Yeah. If you've ever made toast, you put crumbs in the butter, there is, like, a, a huge amount of gluten in one crumb. It's more than enough to make someone with celiac disease sick. So I know they were saying, oh, can he not just bring his own food? But there, once that comes into the house, there is a potential for cross-contamination. Now, it is small. Mm. but it's there and this person just for this day wants to relax just and you don't think it's hilarious they're like oh bring your own food turkey is gluten free ham is gluten free potatoes are gluten free (laughs) you know what is it they're going to miss out of their Christmas dinner that's gluten free okay the stuffing is going to have you know gluten free breadcrumbs in it but like our chef um, Francis Buckley at the Celiac Society has a whole range of recipes on our Christmas hub with desserts and everything that are fantastic Um, you know if anyone wants to go and look on that at celiac.ie and that's there. Like, there's gorgeous recipes. And we've done cooking demos with them through the year. They're fantastic. You're not missing out on... Like, meringues are gluten-free. Yep. 
you know, there's so many things that are gluten free. People really don't need to start losing their life over it. Yes, um, I really that, think it's yeah, you know it's ridiculous. Really, it is ridiculous. And you know, I'm laughing that it's like the celiac person is the one that's being you know kind of chastised and not the fussy child that won't just get over it. Like you say, you know, the the turkey, the ham, the potatoes, the vegetables, all of that is completely gluten free. You can make gravy anyway, gluten free yeah, as well. Exactly. Most stock cubes are are you know are gluten free as well. So there's not a huge amount on his plate that's not and the thing is he's never he's not going to know <laughs> he's not going to know uh, that the breadcrumbs or, or the stuffing is made with gluten free bread he really won't I promise you in regards to something like that somebody yeah. is saying as well when did they, this is another thing and I'm sorry I'm getting more angry now uh, texter <laughs> on 086 658 when did this celiac thing start I never heard of this when I was growing up that's because people probably suffered in silence way back when oh, isn't that right been Sarah around for, it's been around for really 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 long time what you have to remember was we had lots of people getting sick and lots of people dying before it was found out that gluten was the problem you had children dying of malnutrition so you didn't hear about it because they didn't know what it was um children you know in the 1920s were put on the famous banana diet because it was found if they ate nothing but bananas they didn't get sick and die so this has been around um what's happening now is people are saying actually can we have a bit of help here you know we actually one in 50 people in ireland is celiac one in 50 Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, if you go to your, you know, an average school in Ireland, there's at least one kid in every two classes with celiac disease. Now, they're not all diagnosed, but it's actually quite common. And you're hearing about it now because celiacs are standing up going, seriously, could we just actually go out for dinner and not get gluten <laughs> and not have to spend the next two days with our head in the toilet? Like, it's not a huge amount to ask. And I think it's fair enough because I think we have a society where we're actually saying, look, people often need a little more assistance and help and it doesn't kill us to actually reach a hand out and give them a hand with it. In this case, this woman is just saying, look, you're going to have a fabulous Christmas dinner. Just don't bring gluten into the house if you wouldn't mind. And really, it's not the end of the world. Yes, absolutely. And that's exactly it. We just want to eat in a restaurant and have a nice dinner. We really do. Now, things are slowly but surely changing. But again, you know, items like this that was, you know, played out on this morning yesterday, it does kind of, you know, light the fire under celiacs as well, because, you know, this is a big frustration for us, the lack of awareness and education around it. So tell us exactly what is celiac disease? What are the symptoms and what impact does it have on somebody? So celiac disease is an autoimmune disease. It's genetic and it runs in families. So if you have a family member, brother, sister, parent or child with it, you have more than a one in 10 chance of being celiac yourself. Um, so that's the first thing. What I'm interested actually in this story is this woman's talking about her mother-in-law. She's talking yeah. about her son. There's obviously celiac in the family yeah. and actually fussy eating can be a sign of celiac <laughs> disease. So I've been here going, does this son actually need to be tested? Probably. Um, and actually... If you look at kids who are a little bit fussy, um, particularly if they're fussy that the things they don't want to eat are things like pasta and bread, actually that's a bit of a red flag for celiac disease. Um, So celiac disease, it affects the gut mainly. So the main thing you'll get is damage to the lining of the gut and that stops people from being able to absorb their nutrition. So in children, you see kids not growing, they're thin, they're not getting their height, they're, you know, going into puberty much, much later. Um, You know, a lot of kids, when you see people who are like five foot, five foot one, an awful lot of them actually have undiagnosed celiac disease and it was missed during puberty. So they never got their adult growth spurt, um, which is a huge impact on their long term health. And so symptoms of it can be about 60% of people will get gut symptoms. They will yeah. get things like diarrhea, constipation, bloating, but not necessarily a lot of it. You might only be getting diarrhea once a week or once every two weeks, but that can still be celiac disease. Um, you know, stomach pain, um, obviously weight loss, but in adults, only 13% of adults lose weight with it. So don't be waiting for weight loss. What we see are the nervous <laughs> system effects, right? I know. <laughs> um, but um, 
the nervous system effects are huge. So people will feel really tired. They'll get yeah. brain fog, um, pins and needles in their, their fingers and toes. But the really sad one is infertility. We see yeah. a huge amount of couples struggling to become pregnant and they can't because either the man or the woman is celiac disease. Women with undiagnosed celiac disease have more miscarriages. I have patients who've had six and eight miscarriages before they were diagnosed. Mm-hmm. You're more likely to have a stillborn baby, which is just heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, we see more bowel cancer. A lot of people don't get diagnosed with celiac disease until they turn up with a particular type of bowel cancer, which is recognized by the doctor. And then they check, like, oh yeah, that's actually celiac disease. And undiag- What we do know, if children are diagnosed with celiac disease earlier, it looks like they're less likely to get other autoimmune diseases, particularly type 1 diabetes. And this is so significant that actually in Italy, they passed a law this year, they're going to screen every child in Italy for celiac disease. Wow. Every single child is going to be screened. And that's why Italy are way ahead of us in terms of recognizing celiac disease as a very serious condition that it is. And I think we could sit up a little bit ourselves when we look at children with stunted growth, children who are struggling in school because they're too tired. You know, kids with pains in their tummy and they're told, oh, it's in your head or it's anxiety. Yeah. Well, let's do a celiac test. Let's, let's do that because we saw some research from the UK and the Netherlands and they were showing that about 35% of GPs thought that celiac disease was one in 10,000 whereas it's actually one in 50. We need to be thinking about it a lot sooner. And I'd say to people, 40% of people with celiac disease don't get gut symptoms. Mm. So, you know, if you're sick for other reasons, run down for other reasons, and especially if you even have cousins, aunts, anybody in your family with celiac disease, get a celiac test. But crucially, you must be eating gluten for at least six weeks before you get any celiac test. Otherwise, it will come back negative, even if you are celiac. Yeah, and I, my, I've, I've said this a couple of times, I, mine is a rash you know, it's an itchy rash, it's the brain fog, it's, you know, the tiredness, all of that, it's headaches, all of that sort of stuff is, is my symptom. Mm. So don't immediately go to the gut. So if people are hosting someone who is celiac, what tips have you got for us for the Christmas? Well, can I direct you over to the Christmas Hub on the Celiac Society? Yes. Because we do a Christmas Hub every year. We put articles up, recipes up, all the tips. If you're hosting someone, if you're celiac yourself, we have information to bring to people. We actually have our Christmas raffle is on there at the moment and we would love any support you have because we do a huge amount of work in raising awareness about celiac disease and educating on it and supporting people with celiac disease in Ireland. So the raffle tickets are there with some great prizes. Um, but on the Christmas Hub there, celiac.ie, any amount of recipes. Um, and Francis has just been fantastic in putting those together and loads of tips and information. But if you're stuck, info at celiac.ie, just get in touch with us. And, you know, and you know, we actually get loads of people who are not celiac themselves, but they're like, actually, I have someone coming and I want to make sure they're relaxed and yeah. happy and they're not anxious in my house that they're worried that they're going to get, um, you know, you know, get gluten. But one of the things I'd love to say to you is um, there's a great farmer who does gluten-free oats. And one of the things he was saying, if you're growing oats for gluten-free, you've got to walk through the fields, like hand in hand with other people and pull up any other sprouts of barley or anything else that might come up. And I thought he put it beautifully. He said, if he has a million grains of oats and there are 20 grains of barley in there, he has to scrap that whole crop. That cannot be gluten-free. Yeah. And that's how sensitive people with celiac disease are. And I think it just puts it in perspective. That cross-contamination is really important. It's the tiny, 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 you know, if a gluten-free muffin touches an ordinary muffin, it is not gluten-free yeah. anymore. And the person with celiac disease is not being crazy or difficult. They are really just looking after themselves. Sarah, I need to just bring you around with me all the time when I go to restaurants <laughs> and shops and just go, Sarah, tell them. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for taking the time this morning out of your busy schedule for all of that great advice and information. No problem. Look, thank you for Christmas. covering it. It's fantastic. Happy Christmas. Thank you so much. Celiac.ie if you want more information. The 11 to 1 show. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.